Thank you very much. Great. It's so wonderful seeing people arrive in the space this morning. Welcome, everybody. Um, welcome. So my name's Nicola. If I haven't met you, hi. And I look forward to, to meeting you at some point. So like Dave says, this week I am drawing to a close. Um, ending our series on becoming um, kingdom dream chasers. Like Dave says, as we head into the summer, the Summer 21 program, and we maybe get a chance to take a rest, to take a break. It's been such a, a challenge and a joy to hear what has been taught in these sort of series. And I'm pulling it together this morning with the talk called Kingdom Dream Chasers. And my bit to draw this together is becoming an army of kingdom dream chasers and what that could mean. So I've focused on the theme around the togetherness of an army. It can only succeed, can't it, if all of the parts work together, if all of the people cooperate and move as a team. Um, some of the core values of the British Army I had a peek at these last couple of weeks are courage, discipline, respect for others, integrity, loyalty, selfless commitment. Becoming. Becoming an army of kingdom dream chasers. The become bit really struck me. And the army that we are and the army that we are to become is totally unlike any other army. If armies have a mission, if armies have a plan, if armies have a purpose, if armies can be full of teamwork and trust, what can this kingdom army be? And what can this kingdom army become? This kingdom is all about the king and his kingdom. Totally awesome. The army that I'm talking about is about the body of Christ on the move. A living, breathing, moving group of people across the globe who love and follow King Jesus. An army of people that usher in his rule and his reign. And the marks of his kingdom, just to be clear, are what we see in Jesus. When we read the Gospels, we read of love and compassion and forgiveness and grace. We read of justice, of mercy, gentleness, healing. When we see Jesus, Jesus tells us, we see the Father. And the kingdom of God is all of that. So this kingdom army is that. To be an army... Of, of, of that kingdom here on earth. I want to be part of that. I so want to be part of that. And I am part of that, as are you, which is fantastic. And when Jesus taught us how to pray, he said, let your kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven. How fantastic to get to be a part of that, willing to step forward to advance the things of the kingdom and the king, and we get to do it together as an army of kingdom dream chasers. In Acts 2, verse 17, there's an amazing moment where the Holy Spirit has come and Peter stands up in front of a huge crowd. I love it. And it says, and he raises his voice and he explains what has just happened. He explains that the Holy Spirit coming following the resurrection is a fulfillment of what had been prophesied by Joel long, long before. I'm going to read it to you just a little bit. Um, he says, he says this, fellow Jews and all of you who live in Jerusalem, let me explain this to you. Listen carefully to what I say. 
These people are not drunk, as you suppose. It's only nine in the morning. No, this is what was spoken by the prophet Joel. In the last days, God says, I will pour out my spirit on all people. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your young men will see visions. Your old men will dream dreams. Even on my servants, both men and women, I will pour out my spirit in those days, and they will prophesy. I will show wonders in the heavens above and signs on the earth below, blood and fire and billows of smoke. The sun will be turned to darkness and the moon to blood before the coming of the great and glorious day of the Lord. And everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. See, this emerging army, this army that we're part of has been prophesied about. And it begins with the emergence, with the birth of the church. And this is the army that we are a part of now, today. This is our history and this is what we get to be part of in our lifetimes, pushing forwards with our part of the relay almost. As I'm watching the, the athletics, it's making me think of this, uh, this thing. This is our time. This is our time to run our race for the king and for his kingdom. And Paul, fresh out of prison, writes truth. He writes to Timothy. And he says, you then, my son, be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus. And the things you've heard me say in the presence of many witnesses entrust to reliable people who will also be qualified to teach others. Join with me in suffering like a good soldier of Christ Jesus. No one serving as a soldier gets entangled in civilian affairs, but rather tries to please his commanding officer. Similarly, anyone who competes as an athlete does not receive the victor's crown except by competing according to the rules. The hard-working farmer should be the first to receive a share of the crops. Reflect on what I'm saying, for the Lord will give you insight into all of this. So we're an army here to worship and to please God, to train, to run our race, to do our part on this leg of the journey. And that kind of army is that I've just kind of explained and just read those verses about, it's not our immediate thought of what an army might be, but it is an army that is a powerful force for good and for life on planet Earth. So we're an army if we follow Jesus. And there's something about following Jesus that is very personal. It happens one-to-one -one with God, a child adopted. There's nothing more personal than that, is there? Everything about following Jesus involves deep and personal transformation. And at the same time, there's something vital about the journeying together. The Bible talks about being a body, being a family, being a house. All of these analogies have, have parts that need each other. They're, those things only happen, they're only possible, they're only accomplished when every small part plays its part. And there are no exceptions. We don't do faith alone. We're an army that need one another. This army, this family, this body that we're adopted into, 
that we are joined with, that we're grafted together, is not an individual pursuit. It never, ever was designed that way. The power and the comfort in doing life together with others and encouraging one another on in faith is a true gift. Just as God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit are all in community. That's what his kingdom is like. And that's why we're not out on our own. We're part of this army, of this group, of this family together. That's where we thrive, together. Different, but together. In the army, in ordinary armies, there are battalions, brigades, divisions, squadrons, troops, and all within the family, all within the church family. Like that, we all will do different things in different ways. But we are all part of this whole bigger army. We need one another to be all that God has planned us to be as we walk this journey of faith side by side, deeply personal and together with one another. I am so encouraged uh, in my faith when I get to walk alongside you, all of you. All of you up at Marley Hill and those online who I maybe haven't met yet. But it's encouraging to know that you are there. And sometimes you don't even actually have to say anything or do anything to encourage me. Just being here this morning together is an encouragement. But there are some, there are some things I just want to mention. I was here a few weeks ago having a coffee outside. And um, there's a new lady who's come. Actually, you're sitting there, Melissa. And she doesn't even know she did this. She was sat outside just talking to one of her girls. And she was talking to her little one about the kingdom of God. She probably doesn't even remember because she does it all the time with her girls. Just hearing her talk to her little one about God, about his kingdom, was so encouraging. The other week, I was at Marley Hill helping out with the youth and, and life kids up there. And it was great. It was a hot, sunny day. We had a water fight. We had fizzy pop. And we sat down and we, we looked at Jesus' first public miracle. We looked at turning water into wine. And we just read it, had a few questions. And what was so encouraging was one of the little lads up there had invited their school friend. And their school friend came and he was so excited. He's like, this is the church. I had no idea church was like this. And he was answering all the questions that I was asking about, you know, how is it like that the servants got to see this miracle? You know, what does that say about Jesus and, and what he's like? And it was full of answers. And there was such excitement about beginning to hear the good news of Jesus and to be with the family, to be with the church. When people pray for me, I am encouraged. When Esther and Colin bring specific prayer requests from our brothers and sisters in this amazing kingdom army on a Monday morning, they bring them from open doors and share them with us. Actual people in actual places persecuted around the world. We get to pray for them. What an encouragement it is to do it together. I'm encouraged by those of you who walk through the really hard stuff the medical diagnoses, even this week in our church, that are life-changing, the really hard stuff, or the crushing responsibilities that are sometimes overwhelming. And I see people in the army clinging to God and keeping putting their trust in him. Because we're meant to journey through life together as an army, moving forward, we become stronger together.
And that's what I love about this passage in Acts, that everybody is included. Everybody. There are sons and daughters. There are young men. There are old. Everybody gets to be a part of this army. You don't have to have muscles rippling on the back of your neck and be really fit for this army. You don't have to have reached a certain age to join. You can be young and join this army. You don't get too old and lose your place in the army because you're too old or you're too unwell. This is not like any ordinary army. This is the kingdom of God. And God has planned that every one of us is a part of this body together. This army, the church, isn't a closed community. This army isn't exclusive to friends and friends of their friends. This is a diverse global army marked by generosity, care, mission, and they all coexist for the glory of God. This army opens its doors wide. This army is a generous kingdom advancing army. The army that we get to be part of is rooted and established in love. And it's all about God's rule and his reign. Individually, personally, one-on-one with God and together as a group. This is most definitely an upside-down army, unlike anything other. Because we experience the kind of upside-down kingdom where the king of all is a servant. I've got a picture that I used at Christmas a couple of years ago, and it's always struck with me as an image. This image of that manger, but in it the most beautiful crown. I remember on, if you leave it, that's fine, Joe. I remember on, in the early days of the pandemic, I did one of the kids' videos. (laughs) Laura let me loose on it, and it was about the kingdom. And I did it standing on my head. Well, I tried to stand on my head and I realized I'm not as young as I used to be. But this army is upside down. This kingdom is upside down. The weak are strong. The poor are rich. The army is on the offense, on the offensive, and it's rooted in love and kindness. It's rooted in love for God, love for each other, and love for a broken and a hurting world. And that picture of that manger for me with that crown just says something. It touches my heart. I hope you, um, you are moved by that as well. The kingdom where strength is found in quietness and trust in God. What? This is mad. But this is the kingdom the king of love has. What mission are we on? army what are we becoming Simon Gillibo mentioned how he was unexpectedly back in the UK from Burundi I don't know if you saw it a few weeks ago we had a guest speaker and you should watch it if you haven't seen it it was really fantastic so he he was out in Burundi for many years with his family as a missionary and um, he found himself back in the UK And now he explained how he lives on mission where he lives, (laughs) taking each and every day as an opportunity for the kingdom to advance. Is that your reality? Is that my reality? It really gave me a kick in a good way. A kingdom dreamer, (laughs) where he's planted, where, where are you? It did really challenge me. Where, where do you live? Where do you work? Where are you on mission? 
What are you becoming? What are we becoming, army? It feels a bit like a season at the minute where the army is kind of regrouping to go again. This year has been unbelievable. It's been really difficult to be together. It's been really difficult, and we've got a bit zoomed out, for sure. Me included, and I'm a raging extrovert. (laughs) Even though I've zoomed out, though, I still press through, and I still show up. But this army has never stopped advancing. There have been so many ways and so many stories I've heard um, from you, from you, um, about ways that you've seen, what, what you've seen God doing, the way that you've followed him, the way that you've blessed and shared your faith with others around you. But now we can be together again. We're going to advance together in all sorts of different ways. What are we going to continue to become. I'm really looking forward to having a rest. Uh, we're heading off on holiday. I've got my flip-flops on in preparation today. I'm kind of, <laughs> I'm half there already. So we're going to have a rest, but I'm really looking forward to the autumn. I'm looking forward to us exploring some of the Jesus at the door training. I'm looking forward to us hearing stories from the kingdom treasure hunts that we're going to do together, young and old, on the 2nd of October. Keep that date free. It's going to be a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to us hearing about what Helen and Ella and the parish nurses are doing in and around Wool's End. I can't wait to celebrate all that's happening with Beloved as we step into the autumn, where the kingdom is going to advance as the army move forward together. I can't wait to hear songs that the Holy Spirit has birthed and stirred as an army. We march forward together singing those songs over one another, over our city, To be able to sing again is brilliant. I have to say, last week, opening up and being able to sing Amazing Grace, even with masks on, was such a moment. And we get to do that again in our spaces today. I can't wait for our children to work through. Much later in the year, Laura has a dream she's working on around everyone gets to play later on next year, but I can't wait for that to happen. I can't wait for our, um, our prayer gatherings on the Monday morning to restart as we come together and pray. The army on the move. I can't wait to hear more stories of those in need being blessed in all sorts of practical ways like we do as a church, as an army. I can't wait for the youth to all be back together in the same space as they travel through their teenage years when there's so much that has the potential to be stolen from them. I can't wait for the army to encase them to pray over them, to support them, to encourage them in faith. I can't wait for scripture to be taught to us as we learn together from God's word. I can't wait to hear more from the year of biblical literacy recordings that are on YouTube. I can't wait to see more teachers step up to teach and encourage. I can't wait to see um, little squadrons, you know, those life groups that are going to pop up. Some keep going, some will stop, others will start. What incredible blessing it is to be part of a life group to that little part of the army, regrouping midweek. I can't wait, personally as well, to to continue the mining for gold journey that we've begun to look at. Finding that unique kingdom treasure in those around us and encourage it. The kingdom confidence course that Dave's working on, that we grow in confidence in the king, the leader of this army, the king of all. And prayer 
is going to become more. God is stirring it. I can't wait for Noah's Ark and the Lamp Cafe for people to be able to gather again together, to advance, share the gospel with families, to become even more welcoming to those who are lonely, to stop, to sit, to eat and to drink. I can't wait to see leaders, more leaders emerge. I can't wait to see businesses and workplaces thrive because you are the fragrance of of Jesus where you are. Open to him, the leader of this army, and responding to his whisper. Embracing your kingdom dreams that each and every one of us have. I can't wait to see children grow in faith more and more. And we say, come Holy Spirit, would you do all of those things and more? More than we can ask or imagine. This is the army that we get to be a part of. This is where we can be hugely encouraged. This is the army where we can be challenged. This is the place where we can know the discipline and the care of God, sometimes through each other. This is what we can become together. This week, with my very own eyes, my very own eyes, I've seen the army. I've seen the army in prayer. I've seen the army in worship, I've seen the army love, I've seen the army together in purpose, I've seen the army rest, I've seen the army laugh, I've seen the army meditate and be still. Just this week, I've seen the army help, I've seen the army step out for the sake of the kingdom. This week, people have suffered, and we suffer with them. And we rejoice with them. All of that we've seen in this army. I've seen this particular week. I uh, I messaged someone in another part of the the world who's living in a developing country and has all sorts of difficulties um, stacked against them at the minute. Coming from all angles, really difficult situations. And I messaged them to say, I'm praying for you. And that some of us here were corporately praying for them on Monday morning. And I got a message back from her. She didn't know what I was talking about this morning or what we were thinking here. And she wrote this, thank you. We can feel the strength of an army standing with us. We can feel the strength of an army standing with us together. So that's what I wanted to say about being an army. So you might want to take a breath. (laughs) I do. Uh, So what about becoming? That word becoming an army of kingdom dreamers. What is the becoming about? And just quickly, I think it's about two things. The becoming is about growth, a downward growth, a rooted growth into the presence and the power of God through his word and in prayer, through an awareness of where God is, what he's doing, what he's saying. We become more when we're rooted and established in Jesus. We become more like him. So an army of kingdom dreamers only becomes more effective, only grows in number, only becomes more, becomes more, if if it is rooted and growing downwards. And that is for each of us to do individually. Like I said before, we can't outsource our spiritual growth or our spiritual health. We can only walk our own path and grow, but we are cheered on by each other. Each other's arms locked, advancing together, plumbing the depths of his love and his grace together. What a journey. What a joy. 
So we become as we grow downwards. And secondly, we become, we become as we grow outwards. We become an army of kingdom dreamers as we grow outwards. We were at the park last Sunday as we gathered for our picnic. A load of us were there. And um, we got into conversations with people in the park who just noticed the joy, were interested in what they saw. And naturally, we could pray and invite and welcome. And that happened just last Sunday. As a church together, we are going to become, as we grow downwards together and as we reach outwards together, on a Tuesday, sometimes after our staff team meetings, we just go out and to say, Lord, who is it that you want us to meet today? And we just go out and pray. And um, it's so much more fun to do these things with someone else. I like it. I got paired with Frank when we went out. And it's incredible what we saw the Holy Spirit do and what we saw God, God was already at work. We were like, Father, where are you? We prayed for 17 people as a group in just the space of an hour. So much better together. And next term, like I said, we're going to do some Jesus at the door training and get out and about together, all of us, any of us, young and old. I've been meaning to do it for ages, so I'm grateful for Simon Gillibow bring it back onto my radar. And I can't wait to do it together. I can't wait to hear more stories of the pantry. You know, every time they open, the gospel is always advancing. Every time they open, every time they prepare, we are becoming outwards. We've talked a lot about kingdom dreams. And my dream is that we grow to be more like Christ. We grow deeper in his presence and his word and we grow outwards. We get braver and more confident in the gospel, the hope of the world. And that, this army, this is a place where everyone gets to play. You are welcome. You are welcome to take up your mission, to live out the dream that God has placed in you uniquely because you are incredible. The image of God is in you. And you have been saved and redeemed to, um, to share that, to share yourself and to share God deeply at work in you with the world. We get to do it together, to love God, to love each other, and to love the world. Jesus was an absolute revolutionary, wasn't he? And his disciples, his followers, were rooted and established in love, and they changed the world. And God hasn't stopped. What we read in Acts is who we are today. Armies that take ground, move forward step by step, mission by mission. And I love the analogy in Ephesians where, um, where the whole armor of God is something in itself. But there's something about the shield of faith that is held up by every member. I don't know if you know much about the Roman army, <clears throat> but they were very much together. When they held up their shield, and the, and the Bible talks about lifting up a shield of faith, they basically would be huge leather um, shields, and they would soak them in water. They'd be really, really heavy. And each person would lift up their shield... And today, what, what that soaking is, is that being in the presence of God, soaking up God's presence into our lives and into our hearts. But in, 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 in Roman times, they would hold up their shields, each one of them soaked and heavy, stand side by side, back to back as well, front, front to back, do you know what I mean? A whole load of them advancing, but they would hold their shield up high to form a larger area of safety. 
And those flame-tipped arrows that people would be shooting at them as they rained down, they were extinguished on impact. And this shield for us is to hold up as individuals, but it's a corporate thing. An army of kingdom dreamers. I've heard stories, like I say, of faith this week in really difficult circumstances. And I love that we get to encourage each other to keep walking. We get to, to be there for each other. Sometimes I think almost like there's someone standing next to me that sometimes if my foot slips, something unexpected, something difficult comes my way and my legs kind of buckle a bit for a minute. I love it because I feel like there's someone just next to me that can just hold me up for a while while I just find my footing again. When it's hard, I'm standing next to someone else in this amazing army and I'm spurred on for the next bit. That's what we can do for each other. And there are flying arrows of the enemy that wanna discourage us, they wanna put us off, they wanna stop us holding that shield up, they wanna stop us being side by side, surrounded by each other. David spoke about the hard yards and the assault of the devil, that is very real. We're in an army, we're in battle, yes, and we go on the offensive, we move forward, we take ground together, but we need one another to hold up those shields of faith as we move forward. If you are out on your own, you are in a vulnerable position. If you've moved away from the army and you're feeling the vulnerability and stress of trying to go it alone, come back. You've got a dry shield, maybe. You've stopped soaking it in God's presence, in his word, in prayer. And you've got this dry shield, and you're wondering why it's caught fire and everything's gone haywire in your life. Soak that shield and stand with the army. Any church, just come back. Just come back. Or maybe you might have got used to washing your car on a Sunday morning you might have got zoomed out and you haven't pushed past it uh, you've decided not to this August is a really easy way in we've like Dave said we've got barbecues um, beach cleanups fire pits tea online all sorts of things it's really easy to just rejoin and take your place kingdom dream chasers chase the king most of all so I want to encourage you to start where you are. Embrace that upside down kingdom and let's walk forward together. One thing I did want to say is we've been talking about dreams and chasing kingdom dreams. And you might think, well, that seems really big. And some of you might have an idea or have something you're passionate about that you think God is speaking to you about, but it seems too small. It's not. There is nothing too small about the dreams in your heart. Nothing that's not important to God. And one of those fiery arrows is to make you look sideways at each other and think, oh, well, their dream's bigger than mine. They're more important than me. It's, all of that is just total rubbish. It's likely that you just need to stand beside others. Mother Teresa said this and if the band want to come back that would be that'd be great mother Teresa said what you can do I cannot do I can do what you cannot do together we can do great things I'm going to read that again what you can do I cannot do I can do what you cannot do 
together we can do great things. In Acts 2, 17, in the last days, God says, I will pour out my spirit on all people. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your young men will see visions. Your old men will dream dreams. Even on my servants, both men and women, I will pour out my spirit in those days and they will prophesy. I will show wonders in the heavens above and signs on the earth below, blood and fire and billows of smoke. The sun will be turned to darkness and the moon to blood before the coming of the great and glorious day of the Lord. And everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. This army has an incredible mission, that great commission to go and make disciples. We know that everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. And we can only do that if we all take our place and we take it alongside each other. So let's be an army who love God, whose roots are going deeper and deeper. Let's be an army who love each other and demonstrate it and take time to make the effort to step towards each other in whatever imaginative ways we can dream up. Let's be an army who love the world we are in and who love those around us in our neighborhoods, our workplaces, our schools, as Christ showed us. We all need to take our place in this kingdom army, this incredible army of kingdom dream chasers across the globe to become all we are called to be as a church and as disciples of the King, King Jesus. So I'm just going to pray. And what we're going to do is uh, we're just going to slowly move into a, a time of communion And of all I've just said there, (laughs) I'm just going to let the Lord, let whatever it is that he wants to speak to you or highlight from any of that, to just settle. So we're just going to invite the Holy Spirit. Lord, we just thank you that you're here. And that first and foremost, you call us to be worshippers and lovers of the King of kings and Lord of lords. So Holy Spirit, would you come? Would you help us? Would you help us, God, to to be more aware of your presence in this moment? And Lord, we want in in this moment, as a church, as a body, as an army gathered, we want to respond together by um, sharing in communion in a moment. Oh Lord, we thank you that the, the price has been paid for our sin and our rebellion. And that you invite us into adoption. You invite us into your kingdom through a complete act of grace and love. And we acknowledge that together. We only are an army of kingdom dream chasers because the kingdom has come. And you've made a way for us to be in relationship with you, Father. We thank you for Jesus, for his death, for his resurrection, for his blood that washes us white as snow. So just take a moment to um, 
to bring your sin, your rebellion to the Lord. And thank him for his grace poured out for you. For the forgiveness of your sins.